This podcast is presented by Pastor Greg Wheat and Christian Life Church in Lexington and Purcell, Oklahoma. For more information, visit ChristianLifeOK.com. Well, let me say welcome to week five of my sermon series, Encounters. Let me ask you this this morning. What if, turn to someone and say, what if? What if I told you this morning that the people that you encounter can affect your speech? What if I told you this morning that the people that you encounter can, can affect your perspective, can affect your thought life, can affect all of your thoughts, can affect what you believe? The people that you encounter can affect what you believe. The people that you encounter can affect your behaviors. The people that you encounter on a regular basis can affect your lifestyle. It can affect your life. And the people that you encounter can also affect your eternity. It's a truth. The more you're around a person, the more you're around a group of people, the more like them you become. This happened to everyone that encountered Jesus Christ. That's the whole theme of this sermon series. Everyone who encountered Christ, their life was changed for the better. Can I just tell you this? It happened to me and it can happen to you. You see, when I gave my life to Christ, let me just tell you this, it began a transformation, a life change that is still going on in me today. Now, I would like to believe that the song that says, oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way was written about me. But I know that's not true, and you can say the same thing about you, okay? So I'm a work in progress. I say that a lot. You're a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. And this morning, for all the spiritual people here, I have one point. And everyone said amen. 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 We're going to get out of here early. That way you can go eat that Easter ham that's waiting. Okay, so one point. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this one point down. I want you to remember it because it's the theme of this service this morning. This will affect your life, every one of us here. That one point is this, life change isn't a project, it's a process. Let me say that again. Life change isn't a project, it's a life change is a process. It's not a project, it's a process. So you can see this time and time again in the Bible. You can see with everyone who encountered Christ, and this shouldn't be a hard concept for us to understand, but for some reason it is. Why is it? Why is it hard for us to understand that life change isn't a project, it's a process? Because we're all project-oriented people. Most of us, most of the time, don't like taking the time with process. It just takes too long, doesn't it? Process takes too long. We just want to put it on a list. We want to get the projects on a list and mark them off the list to get get them done as fast as we can. We want to check it off our to-do list. That's not what process is, okay? Process takes time. Here's the thing. Getting from where you are to where you want to be, getting from here to there in your life and in Christ doesn't happen instantly. It's a process. Turn to someone and say it's a process. Getting from here to there, from where you want to be in your life and as a Christian, as a a Christ follower, doesn't happen instantly. It's a process. Becoming a better spouse, can I tell you something, is a process. Having a better marriage is a process. Becoming a better parent is a process. 
Becoming a better employee is a process. You know, it takes, you can go like this. It's a process. Becoming a better saver, how many of you know, is a process? Becoming a better person is a process. Sticking with a diet, it's a process, right? Sometimes we start, sometimes we stop, but we got to say, it's a process. I'm a work in progress, right? Becoming a better Christ follower is a process. Growing in your relationship with God is a process. Any kind, turn to someone and say, any kind. Any kind of true change is a process. And I want us to understand that this morning. Life change is not a project. It's a process. Unfortunately, when people run into a snag or a struggle with the process, the first thing we want to do is what? We want to quit. We want to give up. They say, you know what? I'll try try it again later. Or, you know what? I gave it a try, and it didn't work for me. And so they just give up in the process. We all want to have a, a better marriage, right? We all want to be a better spouse until the next fight. Then we're ready to give up. We all want to be a kinder person, don't we? Until someone cuts us off on the road, then it's, then it's on. We all want to be a kinder person until someone takes that parking spot that we saw a mile away and someone pulled in there and got it from us. Then it's off. We're done. Okay? We tried being a kinder person. We tried being a better spouse. We all want to be a better Christian. That's on our agenda. That's on our to-do list. We want to, we want to be better at that. Okay? Until it's inconvenient. Right? Until we get offended. Or until we make a mistake. And when we make a mistake or we get offended or it's inconvenient, then we, we kind of just quit. We just kind of throw our hands in the air and say, I gave it a try. Can I tell you this? Quitting is what you do with a project, right? Not a process. You got to stick with the process. Being a Christian and living the Christian life and growing spiritually like we all really want to do deep in our hearts and being an overcomer, overcoming all those things in our life that we wish we could get rid of, can I tell you, is a process. And we, we get discouraged sometimes and we, we can't see it happening instantaneously. I'm trying to encourage you this morning to stick with the process of life change. Don't look at it as a project. You gave it a try and I tried this and I'm, I'm ready to quit. Stick with it. It's a process. You got to look at it like a marathon. My staff can, can quote that a lot because I say it a lot. It's a marathon. We have to have a marathon mentality. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Usually we get discouraged when we, we run after things and life change as a sprint, trying to change all these things. And, and when, we, when we can't see all the change that we need to be happening in our life that we want to be happening, we get discouraged and we quit. And so you've got to look at life change as a marathon. You've got to look at your Christian walk with God as a marathon. You have to have a marathon mentality. If you can keep that in mind, you will not get discouraged and give up. So you can't quit every time things get a little hard as a Christian or in any area of your life that you're trying to be better in. You can't quit every time things get a little hard. You can't quit every time you make a mistake. You can't quit every time you get a little discouraged. Can I just tell you this? If that was the case, I would have quit years ago. From day one, when I gave my life to God, the first time things got a little hard, if I would have quit, I wouldn't be here today. 
If I would have quit every time I've made a mistake, I wouldn't be here today. If I gave up on my walk with God every time I got discouraged, Lord, I wouldn't even be here this morning. Okay? And so I'm trying to encourage you this morning to understand that your walk with God is a process. Life change is a process. You've got to stick with the process. Turn to someone and say, stick with the process. Someone's getting this this morning. Let me explain how this all works, okay? So coming to Christ, or like in this sermon series we've been talking about, encountering Christ and surrendering your life to Him is just the beginning, okay? That's where it all starts. That's where life change starts. Giving your life to God. After that, the process of life change begins. How do I know this? Because I've walked through this process. It doesn't mean that you're instantly perfect. And a lot of people think, well, I gave my life to God. I'm a Christian. I'm going to church now, and things ought to be instantly perfect in my life. And I ought to have all these hang-ups and mess-ups in my life figured out, and I ought to be a perfect person. And then when they don't see that happening, they get discouraged, they quit. Giving your life to God is just the beginning. That's where it starts, okay? Surrendering your heart to Him, that's where life change starts, okay? That doesn't mean that you're instantly going to be perfect or that you'll never have struggles, You see, when you become a Christian, a Christ follower, a believer, a follower of Christ, our hearts can be instantly changed, but our lifestyle changes day by day. And I want you to get this this morning. Our lifestyle changes day by day. Romans chapter 10, verse 9, you might want to write it down. Romans 10, 9 encourages us this way. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord... And believe in your heart, see that's what we're talking about, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what Easter's all about. We believe that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, and he died on a cross for you and me. And he rose again on the third day. And all those who believe in that and confess him with their mouth as Lord and Savior, the Bible says you will be saved. That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life for all of eternity. Can I just tell you really quick, the Bible says, a lot of people put this off because the Bible says life is a vapor. It's here one minute, and guess what? Then it's gone. We don't have a guarantee of this afternoon, tonight, tomorrow, the next week. We don't have a guarantee. The Bible says your life is like a vapor. Then eternity. And the Bible is saying if you'll just confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what Easter's about. God loves you that much. And a lot of people get stuck on this point. They think, well, I'm not perfect. I, I, I've got a lot of life change to do. I, got, I, I just have too many hang-ups in my life. I can't give my life to God. I've got to do all this stuff first. And no, that's not what the Word of God says. Life change begins and starts when you give your life to Him. Let God work out all the rest of the stuff in your life. Okay, so that's where it starts. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 says this, Don't lose heart. Because inwardly, we are being renewed and changed day by day. So what I'm talking about this morning is this. You give your life to God, that's where it starts, and that's where the process of life change begins. Day by day, your life will be changed as you follow Him. As a Christian, there's going to be times in your life that you battle issues. I'm going to tell you that. There are going to be times that you battle things in your life as a Christian. Sometimes you're going to struggle And sometimes you're going to stumble and make mistakes. And sometimes you're going to wish that no one knew about those mistakes. 
Sometimes it's going to seem like you circle the same issue of failure over and over and over again, which can lead to discouragement, which can lead you to stop praying, which can lead you to stop reading the Word of God, which can lead you to stop seeking God, which can lead you to stop serving God. It it can lead you to stop giving to God. It can lead you to stop going to church. It can lead you to stop following God. All because you get discouraged in the life change process. Can I encourage you this morning? Don't let that be you. Don't give up on your walk with Christ. Don't give up just because you struggle or you've made a mistake. Don't give up because you're a little discouraged. It's a process. Life change and becoming more like Him through our encounter with Him is a process of life change. That's why it's important to be in church. That's why it's important to be around other believers. That's why it's important to read the Word of God, to pray and to seek and to study because it stimulates life change in your life. Let me just tell you this. Life change isn't a project. It's a what? Process. Life change isn't a project. It's a process. The Bible says this in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. I encourage you to write it down. Philippians 1, verse 6. It says this. He who began a good work in you will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. He that started a good work in you will continue it. That means when you give your life to Christ, it's a work. It's a process. You are a work in progress when you give your life to him. So I'm encouraging you, don't give up. Give your life to him, then don't give up on the process. As Christians, you and I, turn to someone and say, that's you. He's talking to you. As Christians, we are all a work in progress. Whether you realize it or not, as you walk with God every day, as you have this relationship with him every day, as you begin to pray and study and seek his face as much as you can every day, the more you're involved in church, the more you attend church, little by little, day by day, as the word of God is saying, as you follow Christ and commit to the process of him, a change is happening inside you whether you realize it or not. Transformation is taking place the more you stick with the process. Can I tell you this? You can't turn a boat around. A a giant ship on the ocean can't be turned around instantly. They set their course, and little by little, that ship is turned. And it's the same thing in our life. When you come to Christ, little by little, day by day, as the Scripture says, life change is happening. Don't get discouraged. Don't quit. Stick with the process. And I hear a lot of people say this, well, I don't want to go to church because it's full of hypocrites, right? Yep, you're right, because we're all a work in progress. Every one of us. Turn to those people and say, you know, join the club. You're right, we're all a work in progress. None of us are perfect. Not even the pastor is perfect. None of us are perfect. We're all a work in progress. So here's the thing. It's important to be in church. It's important to live your life for God. It's important to give your life to God. Your eternity is at stake. Your eternity is at stake. Your life is a vapor. It's here one minute and gone the next. Life change, life change in any area of your life, becoming more like Christ, helping you get from where you are to where you want to be and where you're meant to be 
happens day by day. This morning, I want you to take a look at this story about life change in progress. And let it touch your life this morning. Me and my friend Tyler Brown went to Sonic to grab something to eat. And Melanie happened to be working that night. She walked up to the truck because I called her over and asked her for her number. And that's kind of how we met. You know, we've been going out for a little while. And one of the things that caused us to split up in the beginning was we were trying to change too much of each other. And a few months after we decided to take a break, uh, she came up to me and said that she was pregnant. And being in high school, it was like the end of the world. I thought, man, I made the biggest mistake in my life and I'm, I'm ruined. Two or three months had went by and I missed her, but I, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to seem like a weak person. He played it off like he didn't miss me at all. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't need you, whatever. And inside, I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss you. Yeah, a few months went by, and Melanie's stepdad came up and said, you know what? She's pregnant. I need to know what you're going to do. I knew right then that I needed to do my part as a man and as future father, we started focusing on trying to fix the new relationship, and uh, we had been to a few doctor's appointments, I think, uh, and it was probably a few months before we had Nicholas, uh, but we moved in together. I had been working at Atwoods for a while, and uh, it was getting closer. I get home from football practice. What I thought she was having just normal pregnancy pains, her, her stomach was hurting and stuff, and she's laying on the couch. And my mom, I call her because she worked right across the street, and she's like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, my stomach hurts. I just can't sleep. I don't know what's wrong. It hurts really bad. And I hand the phone to Corey, and she's like, well, I think she's having contractions, and I'll be there in a second. She leaves work, and she's like, Okay, we're going to the hospital. Corey, go pack a bag. It was the best, but it was the worst experience ever because, I mean, you're seeing the person you love most going through the most horrific pain they're more than likely ever going to go through their whole life. And then I saw her holding him for the first time, and I was sitting there, and I was like, man, this, this is my life now. Like, that is mine. Man, I'm thinking, man, I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> Senior in high school, I got my own place to live, I got my own vehicle, I'm paying all my bills. Everything was, was great, but there was still something that felt off. I kind of realized, you know what, I need to start going back to church and stuff. And, and then it really hit me with him now that he's getting older and he's starting to understand a little more. And it definitely makes me and her feel better going to church because I feel like there's an extra helping hand holding us up. Here lately, I mean, we've been going pretty consistently, I mean, and it feels really good to go consistently. I think it helps us a lot. The moment that I decided to commit my life to Christ was whenever I brought my dad to church for the first time. That day in church, Greg was asking everyone to raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ and I raised both of my hands and I peeked over and I saw my dad's hand raised and the 
I mean, I was overwhelmed with, with pure joy. Almost two years down the road, I can't wait to see what else God has in store for us and the wedding and, and everything else. Everybody here makes you feel like a family and that's why we continue to come every Sunday. And It's not just a small town church. To me, it's family. My message is simple this morning, and that is this. I want to encourage you to surrender your life to the risen Savior. You have nothing to lose, and you have everything to gain. You may be here this morning, you may be skeptical about this message. It can't be that simple. Surely there has to be more to it than that. I'm reminded of the thief on the cross. He looked over at Christ and he said, If you are who you say you are, remember me this day. Jesus looked at him and said, This day you will be with me in paradise. It's that simple. You believe in your heart, confess Jesus with your mouth, that he is Jesus Christ, he was raised on the third day, you will be saved. That's what the Word of God says. So I want to encourage you this morning to be willing to do that. I want to encourage you this morning to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. I want to encourage you this morning to start your life change story. Would you bow your heads with me? With every head bowed, every eye closed this morning, I want to give you that opportunity. Maybe you've heard a message like this in the past. Maybe you've been familiar with this story, but you've never really taken that step to invite Jesus Christ into your life to become your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've been here before. Maybe you've been in a service like this before where you've heard this message and, and you've, you've made this and you've said this prayer and you've made this declaration before, but something in your heart is saying, it's time to renew that commitment to Him. If you're here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to invite Him into your life to become your Lord and Savior on this Resurrection Sunday would you just simply raise your hand so I can see it put it right back down so I know who to pray with thank you come on don't be afraid all over this auditorium thank you it's just a simple prayer I want to lead you in a simple prayer of confession if that's you just raise your hand put it right back down and as I said earlier eternity your eternity is in your hands right now God loves you he wants to spend eternity with you But you have to go through that step to declare that Jesus Christ, His Son, is your Lord and Savior. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. If that's you this morning, if you haven't already raised your hand and you want to, just simply raise your hand. Thank you. Would you say this prayer with me? Dear God, I believe that you sent your Son Jesus Christ to this earth for me. I believe that he died on a cross, but he rose again on the third day. And I invite him into my life 
to become my Lord and my Savior. Help me from this day forward to live my life for you. Help me as I go through this life change process. Help me not to give up. Help me to stick with it. Help me to commit my ways to you every day. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.